Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I always get tickled when people come up to me. Uh, they're talking to me on the phone, and they come up to me, and they, they do the intro because I, I introduce myself the same way, same time, uh, all the time. So anyway, I just was thinking about that, how tickled I, I get when people do that. But I, I have the intention to always bring value to you, and my hope is that I do, and, and today is no different. And what's interesting about me having that intention is because I'm going to be talking about intentions today. Because in all truth, your life becomes what you tolerate. So ideally, our lives would reflect our intentions, right? Intentions like to be loved, to be prosperous in all areas of our lives, to enjoy life more and work less, and for life to be overall traveled through with ease and calm. Reality dictates something different though, doesn't it? We all want to experience the things that I just said, but when you look at your life, that's not always the case. Unfortunately, life for most of us tends to be a bit more, if not significantly more complicated than this ideal life that I just described. Why is that? Why is it that the vast majority of us find life a challenge most of the time? Why is it that we dream of bigger, more dynamic lives, and yet we're not living those lives. Some people have the balls to be carefree and just do what their heart dictates. They're the ones who are the thrill seekers and without a second thought, they'll try something new and take chances that most of us wouldn't even dream to dare to take. And they do these things without hesitation or worry about outcome. What does all of this stuff that I'm talking about come down to? Intention. However, intentions by themselves are not enough to create an ideal life, y'all. If intentions were that powerful, then what would we have to strive for? It'd be so easy to manifest anything. What struggles would be needless? What lessons would we actually learn? Who would we become? Intentions, while a vital part of achieving what we would like to experience, are only a part of the puzzle. So what do the rest of the pieces look like? The truth of the matter, y'all, is that intentions don't equal outcomes, however disappointing that may seem. No amount of mantra recitation will ever bring about a higher quality of life because as I have explained to you before, what you vibrate with is what you draw to you. Life is really not that complicated, y'all. It is to be experienced as a playground in a classroom and eventually the podium upon which we share our hard-earned knowledge with others. In the end, life amounts to this. It is the sum 
of what you tolerate. It's defined by what you allow, plain and simple. You know, I've, I've said this before, but in all honesty, life is pretty simple. But yet, most of us find it terribly difficult and complicated. Why do we make life this tough for ourselves? Why do most of us feel trapped in a shitty job and trapped in a romantic relationship that is unfulfilling and unsatisfactory? And, and we make decisions that we know deep in our guts are beneath us, robbing us of deep peace. I, like many women, for example, uh, when dating men before, have tried to figure out what the hell men mean when they say vague things and act differently, or like act like accordions. They're in, they're out. They ghost, they're present. You know, like I would go nuts, and so many women go nuts. I struggled to find peace in these scenarios for decades. Why was I struggling so much? What was missing? that caused me such pain and insecurity as a woman who's just trying to find the right man to date. That's all I was trying to do. Plain and simple, here's the deal. I was in such pain because I was unable to be that which I was seeking. You see, I was seeking a man uh, to give me certain things to fill my life to bring X, Y, Z to my life. But I wasn't being that first. I wasn't giving that to myself. I wasn't strong enough to act on the red flags that I saw in relationships or listen to my gut and walk away when the patterns became evident. I was like most women in that regard and I'm strong enough right now to claim that out loud. In fact, I have no problem whatsoever shouting that from the rooftops. I was terribly insecure, unable to create fulfillment in my life and create a full life for myself first. I identified my worth with uh, what society deemed as worthy, as, as what allowed you to belong, marriage, children, college education, etc., 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 but that all changed when I decided to change my focus and return to myself. Once I realized that a man's behavior tells you everything you need to know, not what he says, and when I stopped trying to figure it out and I just looked at it and it was either uh, contributing to my life or it wasn't, I stopped spinning my wheels. My eternal search for understanding came to a screeching halt, for it became clear to me that if a man really wants to be with you, he will. He will move heaven and earth to do so. Period. End of story. And those of you men who are there listening, y'all know that's true. And a real man wants a woman to be fully satisfied with herself and her life first, and not rely on him to make her happy. That's a huge burden that a man can never fulfill. It really is that simple. Real men appreciate a woman whom they respect, who has her shit together, and who is still feminine and can be his safe place to land when the world, the rest of the world, isn't. This 
story, this kind of example is analogous to life. For the most part, life is pretty black and white. How you allow people to treat you is how you're treated. When you set boundaries or cut off contact with someone who's toxic, conflicted, and who doesn't meet your needs, you set the standard for all of your other relationships in your life. You got to start somewhere, right? But if you accept being treated in less than, as an option for a man, instead of a priority, you're going to continue to struggle with your self-worth. And your intentions, no matter how flamboyant, will fall flat on its face. And as I've said in previous podcast episodes, until you realize your worth, no one else will. And you will continue to struggle in the abyss of giving your value away to those who are not deserving of it. Make the effort to regard yourself as a priority. Demand from yourself that you are the priority in your life and watch what happens. Those who don't value you in the way uh, that that you you want them to, they'll just evaporate from your life. And those who do value you deeply and honestly as the most or one of the most important people in their lives, they'll treat you with love, respect, and honor. How does this relate to your quality of life and intentions, the, the topic of intentions? Look, your achievements are commensurate, commensurate with your effort. What you do in collaboration with your intentions creates your quality of life. That means you have certainty in the knowingness that what is meant for you will be there and will be exactly what you need to be happy and fulfilled. You create as often as you're willing to show up and begin. I'm going to say that again. You create as often as you are willing to show up and begin. If you're an avid reader, student, explorer, your growth will become commensurate with how much you allow yourself to learn and pursue. And if you allow yourself to experience more and different things, your life's color palette will be more expansive and vibrant than ever with hues of color that you couldn't possibly imagine in your wildest dreams through experience. If you're willing to tolerate mistreatment, you'll be mistreated. If you're willing to tolerate disrespect, you will be disrespected. If you're willing to tolerate dissatisfaction, you will experience dissatisfaction. If you're willing to tolerate unhappiness, you will remain unhappy. No feeling is out of your reach, though. Your life becomes the sum of what you tolerate. I want you to take a moment and think about this one thing. You don't need to tell anyone that you're doing this because you're actually already doing it anyway. So it's really not going to be any different for you. But I'm asking that you intentionally do this exercise to make it front and center in your mind taking it out of your mind and putting it on paper. So many times we have things that uh, tootle around in our mind and they just live there uh, and we just get stuck recycling them. So one of the best ways I believe that works is to get it out of your mind and on paper, even on the computer. I do, I type faster than I write. So I tend to express myself more quickly uh, on the computer. So that's fine too. Find a way to write these things down, either via computer or pen to paper, and include everything that you would imagine you would do, okay? So here's the thing. Oh, first, I want you to take a piece of paper or get on that computer, y'all, 
and describe your ideal life. Forget about limitations. Forget about how fantasy-like it is. I don't give a shit. I want you to take a moment and write everything down about your life. What it looks like, who's in it, what you're wearing, where you're living, what you're driving, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're doing, everything. Describe your ideal life. Step one. And that'll care if that's five pages. First step, do that. Second, look at your life right now and compare it to your ideal life list. That description that I just asked you to do. Look at where the discrepancies are. And I know you're going to laugh because y'all are probably going to write some lavish shit, which is fantastic. That's what I want you to do. You own a yacht. You're a multimillionaire, blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is, I don't care. Write it down because we all have those dreams. So now comes the work, which is look at the discrepancies. Where are they? And then where are the alignments? In what ways are you actually living your dream life? And in what areas are you struggling to manifest your ideal life? Just don't bash yourself in the process. Don't criticize yourself uh, and limit yourself to not writing these things down just because you feel like it'll never happen to you. Just write it down. Third, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. And y'all may need to listen to this again just to make sure you got the directions right, you take the time, uh, and you're doing things in, in this order. So these are a few questions. Uh, here's the first one. If I truly want X, for example, a true and deep romantic relationship, financial security, a fulfilling job where I'm happily doing what I love every day, what am I actually doing on a regular basis to bring that to fruition? Remember, mantras and dreaming doesn't make things happen, y'all. Action, massive action does. So what are you doing every day? That is the key, y'all. Every day. Not once a month. Not when all of a sudden your business is tanking or you got 20 cents in your bank account and then all of a sudden you got a fire under your ass. What are you doing every day to bring that dream, that X thing about through action? Question two. Given those things that I wrote, if I truly want X, whatever those things are, uh, and those things that I don't have right now, what is actually preventing me from having them? Write that down. Truly, what's getting in the way? And remember, nobody else is going to see this. So I'm going to ask that you be brutally honest. And don't, do not. I swear I'll come through this podcast episode and shake you. Do not say I don't know. That's BS. I tell people in my in my practice, uh, I do this with kids and adults. I say, look, if you're going to use that default of I don't know, which is a bullshit answer, you get three of them. That's it. And then you got to come clean with the reason because you know what the answers are. So what's, what, what is preventing you from having all of the things that you want? Truly, what is holding you back and why? What simple tweaks can you make with your actions every day that will begin to bring about what you want? I want to be happy, you say. But what are you doing to be happy? 
every day. I want to make more money. Well, what are you doing to make more money every day? I want to have a loving romantic relationship. But what are you doing every day to bring that about? The truth is, sweetheart, no one can give you the life you want. No one can save you from yourself, your fears, your addictions, or your lack. Only you can do that. And that's the amazing thing, the amazing revelation. And that's a daunting task at time, times that it, it's in your lap and it's in your lap. The burden rests solely on you to be who you want to be and to create the high quality of life that you want. No one, y'all, is going to invite you to a PowerPoint presentation about your worth and potential, and no one is going to strategize uh, a way to make it a reality. No one. You are the starting point for that, sweetheart. And like I say, once you start, God gives you the people who can help you get there. But you have to take initiative first. You have to decide that living the way you're living isn't what you will tolerate anymore. You must decide to contribute to your progress, not your unhappiness. When you sit in your shit, you feel like shit. Now, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very impressive saying. I know, and probably, you know, I should have shirts or a bumper sticker that says that, but it's the truth. When you sit in your unhappiness, all you do is stay unhappy. Change is hard to make. I get that. Especially when it feels kind of contrived and awkward and challenging. And we often feign that we don't know what first steps to take to change our lives. And guess what I call on that? Bullshit. I truly call bullshit on that. I've been in positions uh, I've been in the shithole many times and I feel like, God, you know, I can't see the forest through the trees. I don't know what next step to take, blah, 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 feigning ignorance about how to change my life. And the two most important factors in creating change is finding a compelling reason for change, your why. Why is it freaking worth it to change? Is it because of the things that you'll gain? Or is it what it's costing you to not change? And then feeling deeply into your core, knowing that you must change now. Not that you need to change, or you have to change, or you ought to change, or you should change, because again, that's all bullshit. You don't mean it. But when you are ready to change, you will feel it in your gut. You will feel compelled. Your why is going to be clear. Maybe it's just to not feel like shit. Maybe it's, you know what, I'm tired of uh, feeling embarrassed because uh, I, I'm not living the life that I want. Uh, maybe I don't have the car I want or the apartment I want. I'm embarrassed. If you're in enough pain, you will get out of that place. And, and here's the thing. So many people come to me struggling with unhappiness in their lives, and there's a simple reason for their continued struggle. They tolerate it, and they act helpless. Yes, act helpless. Change happens in one of two ways. This is the real deal, y'all. Either you experience such joy that you'll do whatever it takes to maintain the joy, 
or you are in such intolerable pain that you decide that you can no longer live that way and you either die or you change. Everything else is just along the spectrum of discomfort. You, you just aren't in enough pain to change and you have resigned yourself to living a mediocre and unsatisfying life. Yay for you. If you're bitching about how miserable your life is and you're not making any changes, guess what? You're not in enough pain. You're just dissatisfied. If you say you don't like how an aspect of your life is, but you remain in your comfort zone, then you aren't in enough pain to change. Unless you feel that proverbial gun to your head, trigger cocked, and you're playing Russian roulette right now with yourself, you will not make a decision to change. I know of no one who can't make some change in their life. Even the most destitute of people have come up from the shallows and have changed something about their lives to cause forward momentum. Maybe it's how they look at things. Maybe it's how they react to things. Maybe it's how they bless what they have. But you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of your dissatisfaction in order to change it. That's the God's honest truth. Your life becomes a sum of what you tolerate. So figure out why the hell you're just existing. Why are you tolerating the shit that you tolerate versus living the shit out of your life? Why? Why rob yourself of that? Get real with yourself and stop hiding behind excuses to stay small and avoid change. You have no freaking clue what's on the other side of your fear and uncertainty. It is the most wonderful and colorful life you could imagine and more. I pray that you connect with your why. Remember I said your why can either be something that you want to continue in your life or avoid feeling. But it's enough to, to propel you to have a must to change. Maybe you want to experience more uh, and help others more, make a difference. Can you imagine a why so strong that you wake up every freaking morning to achieve it? Can you imagine being so fucking committed to your happiness that nothing and no one will get in the way and then you can share your happiness with others because you got that market cornered? Sounds like an amazing life to me. Find your why, sweetheart. Your reason for change, set intentions, take action. The sum of what you tolerate is commensurate with the quality of life that you're living. I'd like to compel you to reach for the stars and collaborate with the universe to bring about the life that you want. Then take action each day in the direction of your dreams. And I can promise you that you'll be amazed at what the outcomes are. Hope today's episode has been helpful. Hope it lit a fire under your butt. I like to do that because I like fires under my butt all the time because I don't like to be complacent with my life. But I love you and I want you happy. And I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. 
Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.